creative acts are about the moving expression of ideas, thoughts that are in there and are wanting to come out. They might be stuck, but they almost need to come out so that you can show up even more fully in your life in the world. All right, welcome back. We are going to do another solo episode here. Thanks for the support. I appreciate it. I'm glad you guys enjoyed the last episode. And yeah, we're having fun and seems like people are getting something out of it, which is the goal. So um, we are going to do another one of these solos here today. And what I wanted to do was kind of drill down on some of the habits that were talked about during the AMA. I've gotten a lot of good feedback from people doing the same thing. So I think it's always nice when we can learn from each other. People have been giving me all kinds of great helpful tips, which you know have continued to expand what I'm doing. And so I'll share with you a little bit more. Today, I want to talk to you about reading and journaling. Those are two that have really picked up for me in the last few years and continue to really just grow as disciplines that I am just getting a tremendous amount out of. So reading, I am currently reading two books and listening to a third, which is kind of a new thing for me to have so many different books kind of in process. And it's been something that I just kind of stumbled into, but it works perfectly for me. I like having multiple books and subjects because my mind will zone out. It'll get a little bit bored and having variety in the subject matter basically allows me to read twice the content and, and sit down for usually twice the amount of time by doing it that way. You know, books are very different. You know, right now I just finished The Power of Kabbalah and I was reading that at the same time I was reading Rick Rubin's book, The Creative Act. And so, you know, one spiritual, one more about creativity. There's a common thread there, but they're very different. And so, you know, I'll sit down and read. One of the big things that got me reading more and true for kind of all my habits is making things small. So, you know, it's really... 10 minutes a day, 10 pages a day is kind of the goal. And that usually ends up being a lot more, but by making it small, it helps me just get started. And I know, you know, no matter what, even if, you know, the day has been extremely busy, I can always find 10 minutes, sit down and read 10 pages and do that every day. You know, it usually ends up being 20 minutes or 20 pages or 10 out of each book. But yeah, I can always get that in. And usually I'm doing that in the evenings and weekends, you know, weekends I'll sit, you know, on the couch sometimes and read for an hour. And then I'm listening to a third book. So that's usually on my way home from tennis every morning. I, or in the car, you know, whenever I'm driving, I'll pop on a book, rereading, actually listening this time to Letting Go, David Hawkins, which is a great book. I, I, I've read it a few times now and it's a great constant reminder. So yeah, let's see, you know, when I was a, uh, a kid, you know, it's, it's also something I wanted to just kind of emphasize about, you know, the, the fun that I'm having in reading and, and what I'm learning out of it, because 
when I was a kid, I hated to read. I was somebody who just maybe disassociated just as a way of coping and couldn't really focus. And, you know, most of the time I was, I was reading because I was being told I had to read something. And, and not only did I have to read it, I had to remember what I was reading and write a book report about it. And it was due by a certain date. And all of that just took the joy out of reading for me. I think the only book that I I really remember, yeah, there might've been a, a few actually, but in high school, I read Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas by Hunter S. Thompson. And you know, it just blew my mind because that's kind of where my my mind was at at that time. And and I devoured it and I loved it. And, you know, I, I remembered it and, you know, comprehended it and probably did well on whatever I was supposed to be reporting. And and so, you know, now, you know, I, I read uh, ironically to learn. <laughs> I, uh, I'm almost exclusively reading nonfiction and I'm loving learning. It's just that it's, you know, at my own pace and I can stop and go back and reread and, you know, I can take my time and I can pause and I can sit with it and I can integrate what I'm learning and I can stop reading when I've had enough. I don't always finish every book. I sometimes will jump around and skip chapters. Yeah, there's just so much more freedom in it now. And consequently, I'm consuming more, I'm learning more, I'm enjoying it more. And it's become, you know, a habit that just, you know, feels good. That's kind of snowballing and building on itself and just you know opening up a lot. So anyway, that is my current thoughts and discipline around reading. And then, you know, the other one that I mentioned that I wanted to talk a little bit about was journaling. So I've mentioned this in, in AMA and in other areas, uh, but I am practicing Julia Cameron's artist way, the morning pages discipline, which is really a stream of consciousness method that just allows me to sit down and write and write and write. There's no expectations. There's no outcomes, no visions. It's just whatever I can get out and get it down on paper. And if it bounces around, it bounces around. Um, There's no wrong. Sometimes I'm writing about numbers and deals and work and family and self and things I need to do that day. And it just, it's all over the place, but that's what it's supposed to be. It's, it's not supposed to be something that gets read. It doesn't need to be shared. It doesn't have to be clearly articulated. It's just a matter of getting it out. And if there is an insight and oftentimes insights come, things, ideas, then, you know, I I jump over, I open up another tab, I make a quick note, but I come back to it. And I try to just keep it going because in Rick Rubin's book, actually, The Creative Act, he talks about John Lennon, I think it is, that says you got to just finish the song, that you can't get up because you'll lose that energy and you don't know if it's coming back. And so whatever's coming out needs to come out. Just keep going until it's out. And if there are ideas that are coming, grab them and keep going. But yeah, it's it's really about moving energy. It's, it's truly like a, a meditation for me. It's about things that are in the body, in the mind, getting them out of the body, out of the mind and, and onto, onto paper. 
and just seeing, you know, what comes up, what's stuck, what, what needs to be moved, what wants to come out, what's, you know, coming out of you deep down. And it's incredible how things do come out and, and how they move. And then they create space for, for new ideas and new thoughts and new ways of being. Really, you know, it's the same in a different way as, you know, the experience that I have with cold plunge and sauna and breath work and painting. Yeah, some have more physical benefits, some have more mental, some have both, but it's really always about moving the energy. And, you know, creative acts are about the moving expression of ideas, thoughts that are in there. And, are wanting to come out. They might be stuck, but they almost need to come out so that you can show up even more fully in your life in the world. And yeah, I think there's just a constant stream of energy that is meant to be moving and expressed and shared. And it's not meant to be perfect. It, it, it's going to be messy sometimes, but it's about, you know, kind of getting to the next expression. and. Yeah, I mean, look, this podcast is a perfect example of that. I don't know how good it is. I don't know how well it's going to be received. I don't know where it's going, but it's just something that I wanted to do and get it out of me and trust, trust the process and integrate the learnings. You know, there might be tough learnings, there could be hard learnings, but you know, you, you learn and that's what you needed and, and you integrate it and you keep going, you keep expressing yourself. That's actually, you know, what I'm separately writing is a book, which I've mentioned before, but yeah, I'm writing a book about conscious creation. And this is a totally separate act of writing. I very dedicated specific times where I'm working on the book, but yeah, I'm using the backdrop of my life, my path towards creating conscious communities to really tell a story about creating consciously and divine perfection of creation that's inside of all of us and that is our lives you know eric schmidt i think i've talked about the fireside chat and abundance 360 where i got to hear him talk about how you know it's really about actualization that when you get to the end of a chapter you know in your life not not in a book but in your life you're supposed to run to the next creative act and that is how we actualize and you know creativity is not necessarily about painting or writing or music it's about anything that we do it can and we talked about this a little bit in the AMA but it's about any creation, your thoughts, your relationships, your business it can be art, but it's about really actualization. So writing is a big way for me to do that. I'm excited about the book. It's also been kind of a fun adventure for me, but yeah, back to the journaling at the end of my journaling, I do two things. I do affirmations, which are kind of, I am statements or something I learned back with a chat that built a lead. And um, those are, you know, sometimes aspirational. Sometimes they're, you know, actually where I'm at, but I write things like I am freedom of time and freedom of relationships and freedom of money and purpose. I am peace and joy and love. I am the best husband and father and son and brother and friend that I can possibly be. 
I am an artist. I am a creator. I'm a real estate developer, a musician, et cetera. That one's a bit of a stretch, but I, I aspire to be. And then the last thing is I write about a dream. I have a vision for myself and I try to get detailed about that. And I do this, you know, pretty much every day. It might sound like I am in my house in the mountains with my family and grandkids and we're hanging out after a great day of skiing and in the hot tub and making s'mores and I'm playing guitar and the dogs are running around and Katie's in her happy place and the sky is blue and the sun is shining and our home is the perfect Olsen Kundig designed house. And it's just perfect blend of rustic and modern and et cetera, et cetera. I get into the details and it's just like a, you know, think and grow rich or a, you know, the secret kind of thing, but it's really, you know, my whole life has been a dream. I have had dreams, you know, blown out birthday candles as a kid and ended up with things that were exactly what I ever dreamed to have. Certain amounts of money and relationships and family and homes and whatever. And it never happens the way that you think it will. And it might not be what you want it to be. So you be careful what you wish for. But my dreams have come true and they keep coming true. And I keep throwing that stick back out there and dreaming. And so anyway, that's how I start my day. Um, and I don't go back and read my journals. Like I said, it's really not about that. It's really about just getting something out and letting it go, surrendering it to the universe and just taking the feelings away, the energy release, the act of just allowing myself to go on with my day a little bit more freer of that energy. And all that takes 10 minutes. You know, it's an amazing way to start the day and it just does incredible wonders for me. So, and then lastly, I end the day with a very brief exercise of gratitude journaling takes two minutes. I just scribble as fast as possible. What I was that I was grateful for, for that day. And no matter what's happened, no matter how good or bad of a day it is, there's always something I can find to be grateful for. And it feels good to, to go to bed feeling grateful. And I actually start my day not writing about gratitude, but also expressing gratitude. And sometimes it's just as simple as like being grateful to wake up that day or being grateful to go to bed in my bed and my home and with my wife and have my health and my, my kids be happy and healthy. I mean, it, there's always something there to be grateful for. And I find kind of waking up and going to bed from a place of gratitude is an incredible way to just build that mindset, the mindset of being grateful and seeing the beauty in everything, that there's always something there to be grateful for, even if it's the difficult learnings of the day. So that's it. A couple of my disciplines going a little deeper. Hope you enjoy that. We're just playing with this thing and seeing where it goes and having fun with it. And I hope you're enjoying it. And if you are, as always, we appreciate you sharing, commenting, and subscribing and doing all those things that make the podcast grow and and have it become something that you know gets to more people and hopefully makes a bigger impact. So thanks. I appreciate it. And we'll see you soon. We'll be back next week with new guests. Thank you for listening to the Gravity Podcast. 
Please subscribe to the show at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. To learn more about the entire Gravity Project, please go to gravityproject.com. Please check out the podcast on Instagram at The Gravity Podcast. Music heard of the show is provided courtesy of Kyle Lamoro and Oliver Oak. 